What's up, internet? My name is Nerdy. And I'm Clarousse. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. What happened? What? That is right. Um, yeah. That, yeah. How you doing, Carus? I was fine until you, uh, you came at me like that. And, uh, now, now I'm a little ruffled. Alright. You can't surprise improv music on me. I can barely improv. You think I can improv music? I think the one time I almost threw up in theater school was when we had to improvise a musical. Improvise a musical? Yeah. Wow, that's hard. It was horrible. Ours was about toilet paper. Oh, it I was would the love that. dumbest. I, no. Mm -mm. I love me some improvised music. No. Um <laughs> No, I can barely do music. I can't make it up on the spot. Like Um y'all, good morning. Welcome to the Nightly Morning Show. The only morning show ever put on the internet. The internet. Yeah, uh that that's is probably true. Yeah. Uh We didn't look it up first, but it's definitely 100% true. But no one else does this. Come on. No. Come on. Nobody wakes up super early and 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 puts big lights on their faces and, mm -hmm. you know, talks to an audience yeah. for <laughs> an indiscernible amount of time. Never been done before. Um, wow, you are ruffled. Um, so uh, I thought that was funny. All right, I'll leave. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to our podcast feed, we do this live every Monday over on <laughs> twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. Uh, you can come join the chat, be a part of the video, um, and uh, stuff like that. Uh, Clarus, what, what's new? How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm okay. I had to watch The Force Awakens last night, so I've, I've seen better days. But um, It's not even all that long. Like, it's not, like that's not a hardship. Two hours long. and 20 minutes? It's not mm -hmm. that long. It flies. It's, not... it's a quick movie. Yeah, it was it was quick because I was taking notes. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video, um, but I don't know. Right. It's kind of like gray and gross outside. I love it. Oh. I just want to lie in bed. Mm. Yeah, but that's the problem. Sip Here's the thing: tea. if it was like a chill, cozy day where we could just literally lay in bed all day, it'd be great. But because I have I have things to do and I have to get up, it yeah it feels sad. I Zoo Burick, yeah, she literally wrote a page of notes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I feel really good today. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I did a stream yesterday on Chaotic Neutral Goblin's channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we argued about Star Wars for five hours. It was great. Um, if you guys missed it, um, I think Goblin might be sharing the VOD. The VOD is still up on her channel, so okay. if you want to watch it. It's, it's, it's funny, it's silly. We did a lot of, like, improv and stuff and played mm -hmm. games in between debating topics and... Uh, I feel like Jeffers, uh, Twerk, and I, you know, all had really good points and, and all, like, brought it, but we're all still, like, kind and, you know, our friendship is intact, yeah. thankfully. Um, but we raised over $900 for the Polaris Project, um, a project to um, uh, put an end, or uh, working towards the goal of putting an end to human trafficking, mm -hmm. uh, which is, a, you know, just, just a, a dreadful scourge in the world and something that I, it, it really felt so... Um, uplifting to be able to put uh, to, to, to bring people together with Star Wars, you know, one of my favorite things to raise money for such an incredible project. Uh, so I'm riding high off that a little bit. It was yeah. a really, it was a nice, it was a nice way to spend a Sunday. Yeah. And I just want to thank everyone in the community who showed up and who gifted uh, and donated to the cause because, um, you know, the Players Project is, is, is truly a worthwhile one. And um, yeah, just, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm like on a high from that. Also, we beat Pokemon Gold last night. That's not as exciting, obviously. It's maybe, you know, it's personally exciting because mm -hmm. I reset twice in gold. But, um, yeah, it felt good. It, it felt really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost done with Gen 2. Well, well not almost, no. but like... One down, two to go. Yeah, you're, 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 you're on your way. Yeah, so I'm going to be playing Pokemon uh, throughout the week. I'm hoping to beat Pokemon Silver this week between uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Sunday, but we'll see. All right. We will I see. I believe in you. Um, yeah, should we get into the news? Sure. I think that's what people come here for, right? Mm, questionable. Questionable. All right, y'all. Let's, uh, should we start international box office? Or no, no, actually, we should start with our title story. We should absolutely start with our title story. Um, so here's the deal, y'all. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following along, but Outriders is a video game that has come out now. Uh, it had a demo uh, that I downloaded and never played. 
unfortunately. Right. Um, just because I did not have time. But the game has come out, and it is uh, it is a looter shooter, sort of in the vein of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have gotten to a point with the game where there is a bug within the game that has been pretty persistent, where sometimes people log in and their characters' inventories are completely gone. And in a game that is all about getting better loot <laughs> to advance your character, uh, this is a huge problem. And, and people are losing, um, people were losing hours and hours of their collections and stuff. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it, it resulted in a patch that recently came out mm-hmm. that did not fix the problem. Oof. And so now, uh, where characters, where, where players were previously losing maybe 20 hours of loot, uh, there are players now who are logging in and losing 94 hours of loot, uh, from one story I read on Kotaku. Um, and the company is working to fix this. Um, Jeez. but the question, the question that it brought up for me and the question I wanted to pose to you, mm-hmm. because we've seen this now many times this year, right? Cyberpunk disastrous launch avengers bad launch yeah now outriders bad launch is the pandemic and is the fact that these game companies are trying to make games from their homes and socially distance and 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 not being able to go into their studios and work together on the proper machines is it ruining triple a gaming do you think it's the fact that people are working from home or do you think it's that people are trying to um get out entertainment during the pandemic for people who are at home well, no, these games were supposed to come out. I mean, these games have yeah, been in the works but... for... Se- Cyberpunk was in the works for seven years. I guess. Like, they didn't, like... They weren't, like... Because Cyberpunk was supposed to come out at the beginning of last year, right? Like, they weren't, like, suddenly, like, let's push it out two years early. It ended up coming out eight months later than we thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, But, but so, I, I, I do think that, like, the, the pandemic is putting a bottleneck on production in a way. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much... Um, I wonder how difficult it is to create these um, these games in the environment that they are they're in. Yeah, I mean it's hard uh, it's hard to talk about because I don't know a lot about game development, um, and and I don't know you know I don't know what these people's setups are in their homes versus in the studio. But I would imagine that your at home setup is absolutely not going to be what it is in the office, and mm-hmm. you're not going to have the people there to work off of. Um, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, John, the blind seer in our chat, uh, says, uh, no, this problem started years ago. Companies no longer invest in software quality assurance. They found they can release something and people will test it for free and they think that's good enough. That is a really interesting yeah, concept. Yeah. Everybody puts out a beta or an early access now. And which is why I kind of avoid them. Like, cause mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know that personally I will really get frustrated when games don't work. And then mm-hmm. when it actually comes out, like I won't bother. You know, um, and I, 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 yeah, I think that that's kind of, I've always kind of thought it's kind of cheesy to put out like beta, betas of games for, for anybody. Look, if you have a beta group, if you Mm -hmm. like draw from like a pool of people who want to volunteer and like, it's like a special thing and they get to play and beta test your game. Cool. Like that's like a fun opportunity for people that I think, um, like uh that's what they're passionate about Mm -hmm. but for them to just like sell the game but it's early access and it just doesn't work right away like Baldur's Gate early access apparently was garbage I I I I think it's kind of crappy of companies because it feels like they're taking advantage um and that's why I don't really play betas I, I I disagree with that for certain kinds of games Okay. Right? Like, the Avengers game has to have an early access and a beta period. Right, because, because it's all online. Yeah. So, it, when, when, when the game, when the concept of the game is you are going to work online with people and we need to test how our servers function when someone from Japan, someone from Canada, some, like, I don't think a company could reasonably hire enough people to do a paid beta group. Where they're like, okay, we're going to hire 6 million people to play at the same time to make sure our server functions. Right. I think in that case, I think the Avengers beta, and I actually gave the Avengers beta a really good review, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I played the Avengers beta last uh, in August of last year, and I had a really good time with the beta. Partially because the amount of time I put in the beta was almost the entire game. Was almost the entire amount of time I enjoyed the game for. Yeah. Uh, when it actually came out. Um, 
but you know something like that something like outriders like having a demo where they get to test their servers is is one thing right and i think that um doing early access for like a game like that makes sense to me yeah the problem for me is when your early access is not for the multiplayer component but it's for all of it yeah um yeah like it's it i don't know it seems kind of cheap yeah. Like, and and look, I, I like I said, there are reasons why certain companies do it and yada, 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 but we are seeing more and more games come out that when they're released are, like, have, like, major problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I don't think that should be the case. Now, I understand you cannot plan for everything. Mm-hmm. There are millions and millions and millions of people playing your game, and you cannot test for everything. I totally get it. But, like, huge game-breaking bugs are like are hard for me to forgive um Um, yeah sorry i just i don't want to miss this because it's getting up there in the chat but um uh, it's been brought up by a couple of people hades had an early access and subnautica has used early access for their games and i want to i just want to push back on those really quick because i don't have any problem ever with an independent developer having betas and early accesses right you are an independent developer you don't have the money you like uh, indie games leaning on their community to help make the games work is is a completely different thing than a because AAA title. the game typically doesn't cost me seventy dollars exactly um and so Hades was twenty bucks yeah I, I I look at something like um Phasmophobia right like Phasmophobia released in early access and became one of the biggest games on on Steam right um and I really I I never had a problem with the bugs in that game it's one person making a game that millions of people enjoyed and millions more people enjoyed watching right Mm. and so in those scenarios that early access is completely valid to me because you're in you're an independent developer you you can't afford quality assurance you can't you probably can't afford employees yeah right uh and so i think that i I think that like i think it's different when it's a triple a gaming studio cyberpunk or versus hades or Mm -hmm. these games where like the com- independent gaming is all about the community. That that's all it is, right? And so I think that that's a. It's just a. I I, I don't want to put those two things in the same box. Um, yep, that's totally fair. For si- like Subnautica, Subnautica is a, is is a game that I I think you you can do your early access, make your game as good as you can before you release it, because you have to compete with studios that have billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Literally, Microsoft spent what four billion dollars or no eight billion dollars buying bethesda oh buying bethesda yeah right like like the this is they have money that they're fine yeah yeah no i think that that's an important distinction to make Mm -hmm. because you know one guy making a video game phasmophobia versus um cd project red is oh just watch the credits for that game right like yeah 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 just like you know and i i totally get that it makes sense Mm -hmm. um I still, I, I still just personally, because of my own experiences, don't tend to play betas, um, because I know if it doesn't work, then I will get upset about mm-hmm. it, um, which is why I'm waiting for Subnautica to come out in May. Yeah, I, I don't have that same problem. I actually really, uh, I'm one of the people who likes betas because I like watching things. I, I like watching the process. Right? So, like, for me, like, getting in on a beta to me is always exciting because I'm like, ooh, maybe it'll be broken and then I'll get to play it before and after. It's like when Spider-Man was on Broadway. Um, when Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark was first on Broadway, worst uh-huh. title of any musical ever, by the way. Um, how do you turn off the dark? Like, what the, What does that mean? I don't know. And also, in the musical, they don't turn off the dark. That's not something that happens. It's not a, it's, It doesn't relate to anything in the musical. It's Anyways. really odd. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man opens on Broadway with a insane plot like a tr- a genuinely r- ridiculously insane plot mm-hmm. the the first act is essentially the first spider-man movie and then the second act involves spider-man fighting a interdimensional spider god who wants who's in love with him but he doesn't want to be with her it's really messed up right um also there's a there's a the instead of a greek chorus they have a geek chorus, but it's like nerds that are, are, it basically makes fun of nerds the whole time. And like people who enjoy Spider-Man comic books. And you're kind of as a person sitting there being like, but who do you think bought the tickets? 
who do you think your audience is? Why are you making fun of people who like Spider-Man? That's a choice. Okay. Very odd, right? They closed for like six months. They fire Janine, T- or uh, not Janine, sorry. Uh, they fire um, Julie Taymor, the director. They fire Julie Taymor? <laughs> yeah. They bring Whoa. in a whole new team and rewrite the entire show so that the first act is now the whole show. They cut the entire second act. Um, Interesting. Julie Taymor's done some great stuff. Reopen the show and it's better. It's not great. It's the, I still cried every time Spider-Man flew around the room, but it's, it's better. And they, 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 they fixed it and made it more like friendly towards comic book fans, which I can't believe was a thing they had to do. Um, but I saw it twice before and three times after. And so getting to see both versions to me was such a joy. Cause I was like, Ooh, they changed that. And they That's changed fair. that. And like, I really enjoy the iterative process. It's why I like my Nuzlocke's right. Like I like seeing something messing up and then like trying to figure out a way to do it better. Yeah. Is there a difference between beta and early access? Yeah, so a beta is like a period, uh, is like a window where you can try the game or generally like a section of the game. Um, typically a beta will be like a week or two weeks where they're like the game is available for this period and you can play it. Early access means that you own a copy of the game um, and you will have, continue to have access to that game for as if you own or bought a copy on day one. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have to buy a copy of the game to play a beta or a demo, typically. Um, of uh, Avengers, you didn't have to. Um, so, like, th- that's the difference. Like, a beta okay. and a demo is typically a period where you, like, play... Or, or it's a small... Uh, uh, a demo's... Well, no. I think a beta is when it's a small period, but it's m- most of the game. A demo is when it's, like, a, a very specific chunk of the game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then early access is you own a copy of the game and you will have whatever version of it is currently available. Gotcha. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, yeah, okay, okay. That makes a little bit more sense, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was just wondering, because I was like, I, I don't actually know. I've never... That's my understanding. I could be wrong, though, because a beta could just be an early version of a game. But, but like, typically, betas don't cost anything. Really? Yeah, like, a lot of times, like, uh, the, the beta will be free to encourage you to buy the game. I thought, like, the demos were generally free. That as well, yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, like, if, the, if it's, like, the beta will be open for three days on this weekend for everyone to play the new Modern Warfare so we can test the new servers, the, the, those people don't... Uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes you get early access to the beta if you have pre-ordered the game, stuff like that. Um, hmm. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, might just, like, look into that. Yeah, I, I like I like betas. Um, I, I, I actually really like betas. I think um, being a part of the process is fun. I prefer to be a part of the process for indie games where it feels like I'm helping something, you know, where I feel like my feedback actually, like, matters. Yeah. And it's not just, like, they ignore the feedback and they're just going to look at their numbers and then do whatever they can with mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Cyberpunk is fixed soon. It's almost there. Almost. Do you, do you think Cyberpunk will be a fully functioning game a year after it comes out? A year? God, I hope so. Do you think we'll get the PS5 and Xbox Series updated version, like next-gen versions of the game, by the time it's a year out? Yeah. Because if you're playing on PS5 or Xbox Series X, you are still playing an upscaled version of the last-gen game. Yeah. No, I think... I Yeah. Mm. A year, a year, and then and then you guys, you 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 done fudged up. Like, um, uh, Otter is saying the game that they're playing in beta, uh, even asked the beta players what their name was, uh, in the credits. That's so cool. See, that's like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you do those kind of things. Yeah, I, I like. I, I don't know. Um, I think Zubrick in the chat. I think it was Zubrick asked if I would play an Elder Scrolls Six, um, early access and. and and it, uh, that would be a that would be a tough decision for me to be honest. A part of mm, me is like it depends on if you can stream it or not. That's it. Because if you can stream it, you I would not let you say no to that. That's it. If I could stream it, like my community is very like Skyrim based. You yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. a lot of people there love Skyrim, and so yeah, if I could stream it and like share that experience with everybody, absolutely. But if not, I I don't know. I would. Pr- probably just wait because like I, like I said I wouldn't want to get like frustrated and rage quit 
Yeah, I would play early access of anything, especially if I could stream it. I, I would love, I would love to get, I would I, to get to a point in the industry where people ask me that. Yeah. Do you want to play this video game for us? I'd be like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the goal. Yeah, um, Blind Sierra is uh, saying alpha major development is still occurring. Beta major development is complete. Additions, bug fixes, and changes to better fit target audience. This is part of the problem. Even important SQA definitions have been skewed. These definitions are no longer often true. Mm, Interesting. Kind of use it to. That's actually good information to know, uh, John. Thank you for that. Um, we've been told not to stream it for now, but if there's a beta I'm allowed to stream, I definitely will. Otter, that's so cool. Yeah, I can't really wait to dope. find out what this game is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, do we need, a, is there anything else on this story or should... We just got a follow from Sugandes and Nauts. Thank you for the follow Sugandes and Nauts. That's beautiful. I don't mind saying that. It's just like the spelling is like so left field. I know, I love it. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I also got my name, dropped my name for the credits. That's so cool. I want to be in the credits of a video game. That's so fun. I Yeah, I like that. One day. One day. Uh, that one, I'm not saying. All right, we're going to... Uh, can I... Uh, 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 Rebel, can you ban Sugandis and Please? It's fine. That one went too far. Uh, they're run by people who have their own agendas. Oh, yeah. Dark Dispatch, I have not really been following what you've been saying, but... Oh, sorry, Muddles. <laughs> sorry, Muddles. Cars just banned... Them models unbanned them and then rebanned them. That's my bad. Um. All right. I think we've talked about this. So you you don't think it's the pandemic then? You think it is? You think it? Is, okay. Cool. Yeah. I feel like we 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 we've gone through that. Should we start? Should we get into our uh, weekend box office? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Y'all, we have some good news. Godzilla versus Kong has made some money. Yes. Has made some real money at the money. box office. And it's super exciting because it means, you know, we are in a better position to reopen. And I know we talked about this last week, but this is this is exciting, y'all. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong uh, came in number one at the weekend box office this week with $13.3 million. It is a drop of almost 60%. Um, however, you have to realize that it is also on HBO Max. People can watch this movie at home. Yeah. Um, and some places... Uh, since last week have reclosed everything mm -hmm. um ontario has fully closed everything again um and there are other places so you never know how uh that affects these things uh but it's domestic gross uh has passed tenant and it is sitting at 69.5 million dollars um in just uh domestic money and worldwide godzilla versus kong has made 357.8 million dollars wow okay uh meaning that it is the highest grossing western made film since the pandemic began by a lot by like yeah, a lot, over lot. 200 million dollars yeah no it's a, it's a big deal and it's yeah, really good this news. is a huge huge deal yeah um so godzilla versus kong is crushing it <laughs> literally um in uh second place nobody uh actually jumped over the unholy which was in second place last week uh, by only dropping 11 percent to 2.6 million dollars the unholy dropped 23 percent uh to make 2.4 million dollars raya the last dragon actually gained it's up 4.9 percent from last weekend making 2.1 million dollars so a small increase but still yeah and the, fall. the new uh, film voyagers the space horny film um based on that one trailer i saw uh came in at number five with 1.3 million dollars i think people kind of just didn't know what it was yeah. um that trailer i it didn't do the best job selling it to me no um but in interesting news the crudes too is back up a little bit uh, in, a, in, in the biggest raise of the top 10, it went up 9.3%. Y'all hype in the chat for that. Hype in the chat for some, uh, Crude's New Age. Uh, it's at $245,000. So, we're, okay. We're, okay, okay. It's still alive. The okay. dream, it only needs to get like another million dollars. So it just has to stay at this number for like four and a half weeks. Yeah. I, I, I think it can, I, I believe. If Crudes can still be making money 24 weeks after its release, it might beat Tenet. Yeah. Hey, it could happen, you know? Yeah. Nothing major is coming out in theaters in the next four weeks, right? Mortal like Kombat. April? 
Eh, yeah, Croods and Mortal Kombat do not have the same audience, I'm going to assume. I don't know. There, There is potential here for Croods. There, it, it, there's, the potential is there, y'all. The potential is there. I, I would love to see it. You guys know. How, I, we talk about this every week. I want to see it so bad. For yeah. no for no real reason. I haven't seen Croods 2. Like, I don't know why I care so much. Yeah, we, we literally don't know if it's a good movie. <laughs> it's just that, like, Tenet, woof. Um, uh, but it did lose 73 theaters this week, so oh, who knows? Oh, no! Okay. Um, it, it's still sitting over a thousand, so there's still potential for it to make money, but we, we're gonna see. Um, uh, and, yeah, that, that's kind of all the, the big domestic news. Um, the, the, the big news, obviously, Godzilla vs. Kong, making real money. It's very, very, very exciting. But, um, in other news, uh, let me pull this up really quick. Let's just talk about something for a sec. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, Black Widow pushed back to June, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second, actually. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think what else is coming out. Well, um, we actually have news about Mortal Kombat. Oh. Because Mortal Kombat has opened in some markets in a really weird, in a truly bizarre release strategy. Mortal Kombat is currently open in Russia. Um, huh. it doesn't open in Canada for another two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and in the States. So, uh, this movie is going to be rolling out slowly. And if you do not want spoilers for Mortal Kombat, I'm telling you right now. Stay off of Russian Twitter. No, just be careful on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, images and, um, uh, stills, uh, those are the same thing. And uh, short videos from theaters have been making their way online. And this movie is being spoiled very quickly because there are... Uh, quite a few markets this movie has opened in mm -hmm. um and it is currently uh over the week it's opening weekend internationally in some small markets it has made 11 million dollars oh okay. um which is actually doesn't sound like a lot but it hasn't opened in really what anyone would consider like huge major markets for western movies um you know american movies don't do amazingly well in russia mm -hmm. um so 11 million dollars for the small markets it has entered into at the moment is really exciting mm -hmm. and uh people seem to actually be really enjoying the movie it's getting praised for its choreography uh in the action um and it's uh being praised for the fact that the plot is like not amazing but like makes enough sense that it justifies getting from fight to fight okay. which is really all you can ask it's Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. Like, if you can just get me from fight to fight without me going, like, this is the dumbest thing in the world, like, I thought of Thunder Force, um, then, then you're fine. You know what I mean? Then you're, then you're Gucci. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to see Mortal Kombat off to a good start. I just wish that it was available here now so I don't have to spend the next two weeks hiding from <laughs> every link I see on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I mean, I, yeah. I, it should be fine. Like, hopefully people, like, mark them spoilers. But I'm sure a lot of people don't. Uh, no, they do not. Uh, y'all, <sighs> the best news to come out of the major box office success of Godzilla vs. Kong is the, um, doubling down by, uh, the Warner Brothers team, um, uh, this is a quote from uh, the company CEO, Jason Kylar, or Killar. Uh, I think it's very fair to say that a big, you know, let's say a big DC movie, it's very fair to say that that would go exclusively to theaters first and then go somewhere like an HBO Max after it's in theaters. Um, the, it, 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 there has been a lot of conversation about whether or not Warner Brothers would be keeping this hybrid model of HBO Max and theatrical releases. It does look like moving forward, once we hit 2022, Warner Brothers will be returning to a theatrical release only model and they will not be keeping this up and i have to say this is not surprising to hear mm -hmm. considering godzilla versus kong just made them so much money yeah and just did so well and could have potentially made them more if it was only in theaters yes I, and mm -hmm. post pandemic you know because there are a bunch of people who mm -hmm. already had hbo max and just watched it there when they probably would have paid to go see it in a theater. I would have. We would yeah. have, right? Like, they lost out on our money because we watched it at home. Yep. Not really, because we paid for it. But um, we, we, we don't watch anything illegally. I just want to be very clear. Yeah. Um, we, we paid to watch the movie. Uh, Warner Brothers, if you want to send us screeners, we, we would we would love that. Um, one day. Uh, one day. But uh, the, the, the movie did so well that I feel like Warner Brothers is going, yeah, we, we can't. We can't. Yes, HBO do not Max let theaters die. Yeah, HBO Max, but, and also HBO Max money isn't enough. Yeah. As we saw with the numbers for Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Like, even though it did well for a streaming movie, 
it's not going to make them enough money um, yeah. to, 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 to justify the cost. And, like, Godzilla vs. Kong, the, the money they're making from their box office release is just more valuable, right? Yeah. Than the the money they're making from HBO Max, mm-hmm. uh, unless those people were to stay on for months and months and months and months and months of yeah. subscriptions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which it doesn't look like people are. HBO Max seems to have a very up and down subscriber count. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I think it's really exciting to see them say that they're going to go back to investing in the theatrical model. Uh, I think that if the theatrical um, model can survive this year. We're, we, we, movie theaters are going to come back. They're going to come back strong. People love going to the movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that we're going to see... I, we're going to see it, right? We're going to see a lot of... We're going to see a lot of love and support for... Um, well, and we were worried yeah. for a bit. You know, like, it, for we love going to the movies. Yeah, we do. We love movie theaters, and we talked about, you know, how many jobs movie theaters provide, and, like, what a, what a staple they are for... I don't know, for, like, honestly, like, our society. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in North America. Like, going going to the movies. It's a thing. And, um, thank God. Thank God it looks like we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the, 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 the next story I want to talk about is actually in the same model. We're kind of talking a lot about a lot of money here, right? It's good. It's important news, though. You know, it matters. But, um, this was a, th- this was a really interesting story to me. Because Black Widow, um, some some Black Widow projections have come out, um, and they compared the because we said when they pushed back Black Widow, I think that was last week or two weeks ago, I can't even remember. Um, I had said like this is dumb, just put it out in May. I'm wrong. I will like to own that I'm wrong if these projections are true, because um, one box office analyst at Exhibitor Relations has said that. Uh, they expected to make about 45 million opening weekend in May uh, domestically, which would have been a really good opening. Would have beat um, what Godzilla vs. Kong did. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong obviously did more in a five day weekend, but in sure. a three day it didn't. Um, they are saying that um, the, the movie stands to make around, the, the movie has the potential to make $170 million opening weekend in July. Okay. So they're saying, so th- this one box office analyst is saying the, the potential, the money making potential of the July date versus the May date is more than three, almost four times as much money. Yeah. And so when I hear that number, I'm like, okay, I'm wrong. I get why they I moved. get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and look, I mean, we, we're just two people on the internet. You yeah. know, we can only give our opinions based on our limited knowledge. Yeah. Obviously, an analyst knows what they're doing. And I, I honestly, I am surprised because that is a significant jump. Like it, like that. That's a that's a big increase. But you know, the longer they wait, the more people are vaccinated. The more things are open. You know, like hopefully Toronto is open. By well, then. but the other thing about July is that, according to Biden's plan for the United States, every American adult in the United States will have access to the vaccine by then. Every single one, right? And so the 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 idea that they'll go back to what we're seeing is that even in pandemic times, people want to go to the movies, right? That's what we're seeing from Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. So the idea that like the next MCU movie post pandemic, when people are vaccinated, we won't be vaccinated yet, obviously, because Canada can't figure that out. But um, the the states is if 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 everyone's vaccinated. People are going to go see this movie in theaters, even though it will be on Disney+. Plus. I don't think people are going to pay to see it on Disney+. Plus. People are going to go pay to see it in the theaters. Yeah. And I, I think it's really impressive that, th- that, that that people are projecting that number. And even if it's not that high, even if it's $120 million, I think that's still a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that anything anything over <laughs> anything over like $50 million right now is a huge number. It's a big success. But I don't know. I, I believe in Black Widow. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, we put out a trailer reaction for the last trailer that... We didn't like the trailer, and people thought yeah. of it. We didn't like Black Widow. We're we're Black Widow fans. Yeah, we're big fans. Yeah. I, like you know, like being critical of a trailer does not reflect how we might feel about the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, unless it's the content, unless I'm like, oh, these are bad jokes or something. But yeah, or still. Dark Phoenix. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, I I'm I'm excited for Black Widow, and the nice thing about July is that I think that if it was going to come out at the beginning of May, like it was supposed to. 
Um, we just went into another lockdown. I do not think our movie theaters would have been open for it. No. This way, this might be the first movie we see in theaters. Yeah. I hope not. I hope there's, I hope theaters in Ontario open before then. But like right now I'm like, all right, well, July might be my next movie theater experience. Well, yeah, Toronto is in a bad spot. Although, although like the good news is like, I do, I am starting to know people who have vaccines booked, um, Mm -hmm. for, you know, first dose in April. Um, granted, they are 40 to 50, 40 to 60 within that range. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not great, but it's something. Yeah, 100%. And I will, I will take any win that I can. Yeah, I'm excited for this movie. I, I want to see Black Widow. I, I'm, I, I really like the, um, uh, CKKW is literally saying the thing I was about to say. Uh, he said, uh, interested to see how Jim Hopper goes from the camp he's working into a camp to become the Red Guardian. I, I love, um... You said Jim Hopper, and then I blinked on his name. I had it. And then you said Jim Hopper, and now I can't something about Jim Hopper. Um, I get compared to him a lot. People say I look like him, which I think is funny. Um, I don't really see it, but people... people Who's that? Uh, the, the, from, from Stranger Things. Oh, um, the cop. Yeah, people, people say... Everyone comes into my chat and says that I look like him and Dustin mixed into one human. Yeah, that's um, that's real. But uh, I'm, I love Red Guardian, the, the Red Guardian we've seen in the trailers, and I want to see more of him. I think it's a really funny storyline, and I, I, David Harbour, thank you so much, uh, Frank and Beans. I'm, I'm really excited for this movie. I, 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 I want to I wanna watch it. Dandelion, you have no idea how much I wish I could open a speakeasy cinema oh with, God. like, really high-quality cocktails, and everybody has to give their phone at the door, so yeah. no one can have their phone in, like... Oh my god, can you imagine like a boutique movie theater with one screen? There's like only 50 seats, 30 to 50 seats. Yeah. It's okay. a you have like a bar in the back with like a really like a really like classy establishment and then there's like the bags that um when I was working on the Avengers movie, we would show up to set in the morning and we would have to hand our phones over and they would put them in these bags that blocked reception. Right. So that they couldn't go off um uh they use them at, like, uh, comedy shows and stuff like that now. Yeah. Um, but uh, you would literally have to give your phone, and everyone would just have to sit with, like, nice cocktails. No one under 18. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, Adults adult, only. Adult only. Oh. You've got, like, high-quality snacks. Oh, my you know, God, like, yeah. You know, like, you've got popcorn, but you can also get, like, gourmet stuff, or you can have, like, you know, like, I don't know. Could you imagine, like, having, like, a creme brulee as you oh watch your God, movie? Oh, my God, yeah. Like... I would, it, it's like taking, it's like taking the, um, <clears throat> the, what, what is the movie theater called? The, oh my God, there's a movie theater like this. The one that's all like fancy in, um. In Texas. And yeah, now it's in California. It there, there's Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you, Frank. It means Alamo Drafthouse. If you've never been to an Alamo Drafthouse, it is an, a fantastic way to watch a movie. They have like, um, service. So like waiters will bring you food during the movie and you have like a little table and so you can have, like, your burger and your beer while you're watching the movie. And if your phone goes off, they will kick you out. Um, like, they don't mess around with that. Like, yeah. you're there to watch a movie. But, like, I want to take that one step further. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we <clears> need <throat> to start playing the lottery? Literally. Because <laughs> that sounds like... <clears throat> that sounds amazing. Kind of like Cineplex VIP, but Cineplex VIP is still, like, very much a movie theater layout. Like, this would be, like... Like this like, would be more I, the, the the seating would be more like a cabaret space. Yeah. Where like more the casual. tables it would be like a table with like three very comfortable chairs around it. Yeah. And there'd be like multiples of those on like risers. Yeah. If this is like you my dream. Have, I would like love a, to run this place. You could have a, a, a kind of like standing some standing cocktail tables near the bar. Um, and then there would be a second room where after the film, everyone could go and talk about the movie they just watched while the next movie plays. And so like you would get cycled out. You would have like a two hour window to keep drinking and talking about the movie. It would be the ultimate date spot. Yeah, truly. And like, we could record this show live from our theater. (laughs) This is the dream. This is the dream. We're going to start playing the lottery. Oh my God. This is the literal dream. The nerdy nightly would be a literal. The nerdy nightly is like a speakeasy. Oh my God. Y'all. And then like. You could get like five hundred dollar bottles of red wine. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have a we would have a wine. S- now we're just dreaming. Now 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 we're just dreaming. Anyways, one day, guys, one day. One day. I don't know if we could do it in Toronto though. I 
Toronto may not be the market for it. But. Yeah, I think we would have to go to like a New York or like an LA. I, it would do well in LA. People love. Yeah. Honestly, though, the Nerdy Nightly is not a bad name for that. The Nerdy Nightly is a good name for anything. True. Says the man who came up True. with it. Open that um, You know what, Jedi Rider? When we win the lottery, we will. Oh, man. I would love. I would love. The thing is, I wouldn't want to run a bar, but like, I would love to run a bar. You know what I mean? Like, like you would like once a week. You'd be like, the... no, I would love to like own a bar, but I don't yeah. want to run it. Is that is what I'm saying? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, someone else would run it, but then like you show up like a couple times a month, and like you're like the cool. Owner. Well, we'd be there every Monday because we have to do the show. That's true. Yeah. Oh, um, I love it. Uh... <laughs> all right. Now. Well, uh, y'all, I think that we have a couple more news stories, but before we do that, I think it's time for a segment we haven't done in a while. Clarus makes up. No, the news. no, you can't throw me like that. You can't throw me because now I'm thinking about. <clears throat> I the can nerdy do whatever I want. What are you talking about? Ah, fudge. <laughs> oh no. Um. Oh no. 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 Fuck. I need to create a lower third for Clara's makes up the news. Yeah. I'm gonna turn off the black widow one. Um, okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. All right, okay. all right, all right. Um... You dancing it out? Yeah, I'm hoping this will, like, inspire me. Let me just get this eyelash off of your nose. There Please. we go. Oh! <gasps> Bataxa! We have a, we have a Twitch baby! Twitch baby, hi! We have a Twitch baby! Thank you for nine months, Fanta. Appreciate that. We adore you, daughter. Yeah, you just you just called her Fantaxa. Well, I said I started to say Fantaxia, and then you said Fanta, and I got, like, lost in the middle of it. David so. got confused. Yeah. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Clarice is stalling, though. She's supposed to be making up the news. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. You got this. You got this. I haven't made yeah. you do it in three weeks. I know. Um, Jedi Rider, nine months is a Twitch baby. Yeah, nine <laughs> months is a Twitch baby. Even though technically babies are born in 10 months. Isn't it like nine months and three weeks? Yeah, which is like more closer to 10 months than nine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. The whole nine months thing is this weird thing that everyone says, but it isn't like true. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a thing that we all say. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. I don't know. There are a lot of early babies. But yeah, me. I was not. It was no. late. Late and yet to the party. you're still so small. Will you make up the news, stubborn. please? Um. Um. Well. Well. The news. Uh, I. Uh. Um. There's a new VR reality game out. New, new, new VR uh, reality game that has we just have a VR system been released. Yep, yep. Uh, we'll be able to get it. Um, right now, it's only exclusive to Vive. Oh wow, the H, uh, the HTC Vive. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's the one. It's it's an exclusive VR reality game mm -hmm. where you can live t uh, ten months of pregnancy in the span of two hours. Yes, folks, it's the game that you've all been waiting for because we all want to know what it feels like to be pregnant and have a child. I can't believe it. those words came out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, VR reality, you go through the whole nine, ten months um, in, in uh, VR HD. Um, now, the reason it's only available for Vive is because Vive actually has an, uh, an, an added component that comes with this game, which is like that 40 element that you sometimes see in movies where like you actually feel things. So, you know, you feel the hunger, you feel the sweats, you feel the, the rest of it. Um, because, you know, they wanted to give an authentic experience. Um, a lot of husbands are getting this game so that they can uh, relate to their wives a little bit better. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. It's Because uh, <laughs> nine months of pregnancy isn't bad enough. Experience all of it in two hours. Yeah. Just condense nine months of pregnancy into two hours. Just, mm -hmm. just, 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 would you like to live in hell for two hours? <laughs> hey, but oh you have God. two full hours of people telling you that you look like you're glowing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like I don't I, I don't know. There's some downs, but there's also some upsides to it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you, there's a complimentary photo shoot that comes with it, so they will like VR. You'll be able to see yourself what you look like pregnant, um, and you'll have photos to keep forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's a really beautiful wonderful thing um the only catch is like that the 4d aspect of it the like feeling aspect of it is um an implanted chip um uh, right behind your ear so it's you know a lot of people are not not really into that so the the, the game's been struggling to take off which is why you probably haven't heard of it but it's uh, (laughs) the game is being developed by cd project red so we don't know if the baby is human (laughs) wow that's you I, i love that you managed to come up with your own worst nightmare yeah, I did. Like, the news that you made up today is the thing that you would hate more than anything on the planet. Yeah, I, a like, thousand percent. Okay, here's my question, though. Would you rather play that VR game, or would you rather play a VR game where you're trapped in the woods being chased by Aragog and his children? Oh, I was almost there with you until you had spiders, and now I really don't know. If I was, like, trapped in the woods and, like, a werewolf was chasing me or something, I would do totally that. But as soon as she says spiders, yep. mm-hmm. it makes it a thousand times worse. Uh, um, neither. I would die. I would die from anxiety between that choice. My heart would stop. <laughs> um, and I would refuse to be resuscitated, so. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, we, we get, like, very, very small spiders in our apartment very rarely. That and was Karus not a... loses her mind. This big is not small. That like, is not a like, small spider. Clarus loses her mind when there's a spider in the apartment. It's... I think it's hilarious. Don't um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm. All right. Um, I apologize if that news was upsetting to anyone this is a this is a weird like side story to this but the pregnancy thing made me think of it i used to work at a, 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 a restaurant where mm-hmm. our caesar salad had raw egg in it um and there's a thing where they say that if you are um pregnant like raw egg white no raw egg just in the caesar salad oh okay in the dressing um uh because that's how it's traditionally made okay um a you lot are. of like a lot of dressings you buy don't do that but like real caesar dressing has raw egg in it right uh and so we would have to like tell people about that if they were pregnant yeah but also like fair <laughs> guessing if a woman is pregnant is like the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. so there would be time the way i would do it is i wouldn't be like are you pregnant ma'am you shouldn't have the caesar dressing but i if would they order it you're like just so you know if you are pregnant or maybe pregnant <laughs> yeah so some tables no i wouldn't even say that <laughs> okay because if they, if they don't care, I don't care, right? Because it's yeah. not, the, the risk of raw egg is really not that high, right? Yeah. But um, I, I would only bring up the raw egg in the Caesar dressing to tables where I was like, that woman might be pregnant. So I would just say like, uh, the Caesar dressing does have raw egg in it. That's all I would say. But yeah. like, <laughs> I would only say that to tables where someone Fair maybe enough. was pregnant. And Fair. I hated it. Every, playing that game. That I sucks. Hate, I hated it so much. That- but like at the same time, women would, I would say it and the woman would be like, Oh, thank you for letting me know. I'll have the house. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. P- p- women would but be still, very appreciative. What a gamble. I know. I know. <laughs> Living on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 every time I was like, oh, is she? She might be. Gonna bring up the raw egg this time. Just in case. <laughs> Just in Just case. Just in case. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that's, oof, that's I never fair. said why I brought it up, which is no, how I got away with it. But like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I, I know I'm like weirded out by it, but also I drink whiskey sours, so it's kind of like, yeah, I can't really like, yeah, although it's not egg yolk, it's just the white, still, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I'll eat, I, I would drink a rye, I don't care that much, I'm not, you know, I'm not the kind of person who, I don't bulk at stuff like that, like that's fine, it's when just. When my friend did cabaret, they yeah. had to do that every night. Yeah, I know, like, whatever. It tastes weird, but like, whatever. I can't. Whiskey sours are weird. I agree with you, Fradius, Daddyus. I think they're delicious. I need to make simple syrup so that we have it for them. Because, like, I, doing it with raw sugar is really hard. Yeah. I don't think it blends very well. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're really mm. tasty, but that's just me. All right. Should we get back into some news? We got a couple more stories to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's do it. All right. Let's go to some news about... Wait. Where is it? Did I not make a thing for this? I might not have. That's For weird. For shame. For shame. For shame. 
Heed not the rabble who scream revolution. They have not your interest at heart. Um, I don't. That's fine. Uh, what? Let's just really it. quickly. Uh, this kind of goes off the same thing as the WB thing. Uh, Sony has sold the streaming rights of their movies uh, in uh, a continuation of a, a deal that I think is already in place. But uh, Sony will continue to have their movies going to Netflix uh, to stream after their theatrical model. Not not a, not a simultaneous release, but um, like they do now, Sony movies will end up on Netflix after a certain period uh, after their theatrical release. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that ongoing uh, Spider-Man movies are going to continue to appear on Netflix instead of Disney+. Plus. Uh, so if you want to watch the entire MCU you, on one platform, you still will not be able to. You cannot do that. Um, unless you have that Apple TV thing that, like, mixes all of your streaming service you pay for into one thing. Mm, yeah, okay. Which is, which, you know what, Apple TV? Well done. I, I like it. I like it. That's fair. I can, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I only use it on my iPad, but being able to, like, pull any title from any streaming service on one service is actually really nice. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sony Sony has sold that to Netflix uh, in a deal I'm assuming is worth a lot of money. Oh, probably. Um, yeah. 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 That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, in other news, uh, we are going to be getting uh, the movie The Tomorrow War, uh, the next big uh, Chris Pratt movie, um, which I, I was expecting to be a big uh, movie theater release, will not be. Um <clears throat> This movie also uh, filmed rather recently. Uh, we have not seen a trailer for it yet. No. But uh, this is coming out in July on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Wow, I can't speak today. Um, but yeah, so uh, the movie uh, directed by Chris McKay is going to be going straight to Amazon Prime in July instead of getting a theatrical release. Which is surprising me because it looks expensive. Yeah. I'm also surprised we have not gotten a trailer for it or anything like yeah like literally like i I don't really know much about this movie yeah uh the plot of the movie is um uh in the tomorrow war uh this i'm reading this off comicbookmovie.com this is what they have uh the world is stunned when a group of time travelers arrive from the year 2051 to deliver an urgent message 30 years in the future mankind is losing a global war against a deadly alien species the only hope for survival is for soldiers and civilians from the present to be transported to the future and join the fight um, Dan Foster, determined to save the world for his young daughter, uh, teams up with a brilliant scientist, Yvonne Strahovski, uh, the woman who I spent most of my teenage years in love with because of Chuck, um, and his estranged father, J.K. Simmons, in a desperate quest to rewrite the fate of the planet. Here's my question. Okay, wait, I have a question. Yeah. If you go back in time to bring people into the future for a war where they're definitely gonna die, How? First of all, yeah, that's the how is a good question. Also, um, do you think that this is going to streaming because it's not good? Yeah, yeah. Because here's the yep. thing. The plot, the plot is crazy enough that I don't think that this can be a middle-of-the-road film. No, it's either going to be incredible yeah. or bad. Um, and I'm leaning towards bad. I don't know. Like, I love Yvonne Strahovski. I love J.K. Simmons. I love Betty Gilpin is in this. Chris Sam Richardson. Pratt. Edwin Hodge. I, I love Chris Pratt movies and tv shows you know what i mean um <laughs> for your means that's just mean um uh, i i i'm excited for like the potential of this movie mm-hmm. right but like there's a part of me that's like why is it why why did they sell this to streaming you have this huge cast you have a, a, a huge science fiction idea there's no way this movie was cheap right no 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 is th- this sale to streaming makes me a little bit nervous yeah, I don't think it's good. Like, you read that plot to me, and I was like, I have questions. <laughs> and th- part of the reason for this might be that it is a Paramount release. Uh, Paramount, one formerly one of the strongest studios in Hollywood, has been struggling a lot in recent years. Um, other than their Mission Impossible franchise, they've been having a tough time at the box office with some of their releases. And so this might just be that Paramount doesn't have the money Dig to do it. a full marketing campaign following the pandemic. Ah, uh, fair enough. Okay. Um, pa- uh, Paramount might be struggling a little bit right now, uh, and this might just be too big a film for them to try and release. It might have just been safer for them to sell the movie to Amazon Prime and not take any loss on it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's just uh, it is uh going to be uh in your in in your computer July second. Great. A big sci-fi film starring some amazing people. It's uh wild. 
Yeah. Wild to see. I was not expecting... Uh, I, I expected this one to be, like, one of the big box office, like... I, I was expecting this to be a movie to get excited for this year in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably still watch it. Oh, we will I definitely want, see you it. You know, yeah. I want to know, but... Can I'm, you show me? I'm... I'm anxious about it i i'm i'm not i'm i'm excited for a trailer i think this one's gonna be fun all right even if it's dumb i think it'll be fun right and that's sometimes that's all i want i just want a sci-fi film where i can just like enjoy it yeah you know yeah i just want to have a good time and not like not care that it doesn't make sense fair enough i say that but then i watch thunder force and i anyway i need to stop talking about that movie the review is on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. In news that I really want to get your opinions on, Clarus. Ooh, all right. Uh, let's switch this over really quick to this one. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the incredible writer and actress, has joined Indiana Jones 5. How do you feel? Um... Is this a trick question? No, it's just an honest, it's an honest question. Okay, what has she done? Oh, okay. Uh, she's been in Fleabag. She wrote, uh, she wrote and starred in Fleabag, which was a huge, huge, huge hit, uh, for which she won the, uh, I think she won an Emmy for writing and acting in that. I did hear that, yeah. Uh, and then she was in, she wrote, um, Killing Eve, the show, uh, that, uh, received huge acclaim, uh, and also was a, uh, was an Emmy contender, uh, and starred Sandra Oh in the lead role. Um, and then she's going to be, uh, starring opposite Donald Glover in, um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake, uh, of the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie. Okay. Uh, she was also L337 in Solo, the droid, um. That frees the other droids. Yeah. And is Lando's co-pilot. Okay. Uh, she is widely revered right now as being one of, like, the more interesting right, up-and-coming writers in Hollywood. Okay. Um, and Fleabag and Killing Eve have both just been, like, lauded from uh, beginning to end. Interesting. Um, I only know her from Solo. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't actually, I'm not familiar, unfortunately, with any of her work. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a strong opinion on it, unfortunately. Um. I, I really hope that she's taken a look at the script. Yeah. I hope that, because she's brought in to be the female lead, she's, she's going to star in this movie. I really hope, I, I hope they're like, hey, Phoebe, just, just before we start filming, give this a once over, you know, do a pass. Yeah, that would be smart of them. the last script for an Indiana Jones movie was a, was a little, a, a little rough. A little rough. Uh, Crystal Skull is a... Mess. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks, right? Because, like, the, the pieces are all there for it to be good. And, like, I don't even mind the aliens thing, right? Like, people... Sure. Some people walked out of that movie and they were so upset. They were like, aliens in Indiana Jones? I was like, what do you mean? Like, the... I mean, sure. They opened a box in the first one and it, magic killed all of the Nazis. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't need it to be believable. Yeah. But I just need the plot to, like... The, the, the thing in the fridge at the beginning of the movie made me so mad. Like, I literally, like, was sitting in the movie theater and I was like, that is... You cannot survive a nuclear explosion by being inside of a fridge. That is... Oh, I was... I don't know. I'm going to try it. I was upset watching that. Um, but, like, you know, I'm not... I don't even hate Shia LaBeouf. I think he's great in a lot of things. And so, like, I think the potential for him to be a great character in that was there, right? They just... Mm-hmm. They never really... It just never coalesced into something. And I hope that this movie does. If this is really going to be the final Indiana Jones movie starring Harrison yes. Ford... I want it, I, you know, I don't know that it's going to be great, but I want it to be. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I want it to have the... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it, it can't really get worse than Crystal Skull, so, like, I'm kind of, like, here for it. And I don't, I don't know if they would have hired her if they weren't looking to also, you know, get her opinion on it, at least. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, I don't think she would take it if it was a bad script. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She definitely has, like, a reputation now. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So um, this actually makes me hopeful. The thing I'm most excited about, obviously, is John Williams is coming back for one last score. Um, and, like, you know, we're... I, I don't want to say it. I, I'm going to say it. But, like, I, I mean this in the best possible way. I We don't know how many more John Williams scores we're going to get. He is of an advanced age. Uh, and John Williams, I, 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 I can comfortably say, is my favorite composer of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... 
anytime I hear that he's doing another one, I get really excited because I, I just, I, I love him so much and I just want more music to listen to because he just writes the kind of music that brings me so much joy. Yep. Um, and so hearing that he's going to do this final Indiana Jones film is really, is, is, is wonderful to me. And I, I just, um, I love him. I I want nothing but the best for him because he just has, he like has brought endless, endless, endless hours of joy to my life. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does make me very happy. Yeah. I actually, I don't want to see an Indiana Jones without him being a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, he, his music is as much a part of Indiana Jones as Harrison Ford is. Yeah. Yeah. This one does spark joy. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely does. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. That's kind of all the major news. Okay. Um, we did have one small thing about the Green Lantern Corps, but it's a, it's, it's a rumor. I don't know if you want to get into it. What is it? Well, this, this is a, this one might be a slight spoiler for the Green Lantern Corps TV show, but we did get a character breakdown. Uh, casting is underway for the Green Lantern Corps show. Uh, and so it does look like Sinestro, the famous, uh, arch enemy of Hal Jordan, uh, the leader of the Yellow Lanterns eventually will be a series regular on the show, uh, and he is going to be uh, be a full Green Lantern member at the beginning of this show. Um, so uh, it does look like they're going to be doing the fall of Sinestro in the Green Lantern Corps, which mm-hmm. isn't really surprising. <laughs> like it's not surprising news, but um, you know we've just we've kind of seen that story. That story was even in the Green Lantern movie starring Hal Jordan. Yeah. So we didn't. I didn't know if they're going to do that like after or they were going to start the Green Lantern Corps after he's already fallen. Um, but it does look like uh, Sinestro will be a series regular. And to be honest, I don't know how you find a better actor for that role than Mark Strong was in how... In, in, say what you want about the Green Lantern movie. The casting was right. Okay. The execution was wrong. But Ryan Reynolds is the perfect Hal Jordan. Mark Strong is a perfect Sinestro. And um, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I wish the actor who has to take up these boots luck because it's a it's a tough it's a tough role to jump into yeah yeah d- d- that's uh that's what i was just reading is sinestro will be starting as a green lantern in this so yeah that's uh that's interesting i i i, I it's it will be weird to not have him be a fall to a yellow lantern while hal jordan is there because i do not think hal jordan is going to be a part of the show it looks like um other green lanterns are going to be the green lanterns at the time um and typically sinestro and hal jordan uh sinestro's fall is paralleled with hal jordan in a way um but you know they can do whatever they want so okay yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see what an hbo max green lantern tv show looks like yeah yeah Mm, yeah it could be great (laughs) it could be great i mean look they hbo max is making good dc shows harley quinn is incredible Mm -hmm. um and doom patrol is incredible um people some people like titans oh so Okay. I don't know. Wait, isn't that on Netflix? In Canada, yeah. Oof, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's a HBO Max show. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's actually a DC Universe show that is now an HBO Max show. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it just depends on the team, right? Like, I think that these shows are hit or miss based on the creative teams, not based on the platform. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's going to be our show for today. Great. Yeah, that's the news. That was that was a good chunk of news. Yeah, very funny. Clarice makes up the news today with Clarice inventing her own worst nightmare. Yeah. Um, which uh, tells me that uh, you might have some repressed uh, feelings you need to go sort through before your stream today. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oh, man. Yeah. But I am streaming today. Yeah. Um, I, I might get on early. Ooh, early. I'm just like, I'm really into this Pokemon Nuzlocke. Um, oh, that's... See, it, it, it sinks its hooks in you, right? Yeah. Y- um, do you understand why I'm at where I'm at? Yeah. yeah. Literally every day, David is like, I just want to play my Nuzlocke today. And I'm like, mm, okay. And now I'm kind of like, oh, I get it. Like yesterday, I was like, mm, I want to do my Pokemon Nuzlocke. <laughs> so yeah, so today, um, I'm supposed to be starting at 3 Eastern. Um... But I might be on early, so mm-hmm. you know, come come see if you get a notification at like two o'clock. Um, we got some grinding to do, so we'll just hang out, level up those mons, and uh, yeah, see if we can't get that uh, second badge from Misty. Ooh, y'all! I'll be back tomorrow uh, with uh, Dark Souls at noon. We will not be doing Dark Souls only because I can't 
stream. I, I will be doing like it's gonna be like an hour of Dark Souls. Two and a half hours of Dark Souls, and then I'll switch over to some Pokemans um, for a few hours. Yeah, David gets too salty with Dark I Souls. I do. I I, I I need to do it in small chunks, but I'm gonna beat that game eventually. All right. I'm just gonna do it in very 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 small chunks. Um, the other thing as well, we have decided that our one couple one controller series will be every other week. Mm -hmm. Um, so that every Friday night, um, one of us will be like, um, uh, one of our channels will be live. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to start doing Fable Fridays, uh, cause the lovely Broken Pirates in the chat gifted me Fable, yep. um, which is a game that I have heard nothing but good things about. Uh, everyone has told me that it's right up my alley. Um, so yeah, so this is going to be that extra stream this week. So please come and hang out. That'll be Friday nights. Um, we'll, we'll get a big chunk into it and see how we feel about it. And, uh, and if we want to continue on with it, I have a feeling yes, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, y'all. That's the news. That's the plan for the week. And as always, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye. Bye.